You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, guys. The Utah Jazz pull this one out late against the Denver Nuggets. This is the Hoops Nerd Post Game Show. All right, guys, the story from this game is really going to be what happened to Nikola Jokic in the first half. Luckily, that knee-to-knee injury that he had with Rudy Gobert where they banged knees right before halftime, it looks like Nikola Jokic is going to be okay. Shams, uh, right afterwards, tweeted out that the that it's, uh, it's a bone contusion or knee contusion or whatever you want to call it, bone bruise, and... And it looks like he's going to be okay. He was actually on the court after halftime walking around, and then you saw Michael Malone kind of telling him it's not worth it. And honestly, that's the right decision if you're the Denver Nuggets. This guy is the MVP. Nikola Jokic is phenomenal, just absolute superstar, and it's just not worth getting him injured. I mean, you know, you're not even you're not playing with Jamal Murray in this one, uh, playing against a good Utah Jazz team that actually played pretty well when uh, Jokic was on the floor. It's just not worth it. You'd rather just make sure he's healthy and, and, you know, win another day. It's, it's for Utah, it's game three. I can't remember which game this is for the Nuggets, but, you know, it's the very beginning of the season. And so it's the right move. Uh, before he went down, Nikola Jokic was absolutely out of this world tonight. He was eight for nine from the field, three for three from three. Uh, he just is phenomenal. He's He was the MVP. He's incredible. And so for one half, six assists, six rebounds, uh, 24 points. He was absolutely torching the Jazz. And one thing with Rudy Gobert when he, or with uh, Nikola Jokic when he plays Rudy Gobert in the Utah Jazz, he's just kind of figured it out with them. You know, he's just found a level of comfort playing against the Jazz that the Jazz just haven't figured out how to get him out of. And that, you know, Utah has a lot of issues, and we'll talk about Utah's issues when we we get to them. But uh, what I see when I watch Nikola Nikola Jokic play the Jazz is he's just found a level of comfort. He pulls up on that. I mean, he was three for three tonight. He just knows that he's getting that shot off when Rudy Gobert's guarding him against the Jazz. He knows he's getting it off because he knows that Rudy Gobert is worried about getting to the paint if anyone cuts and any of the perimeter defenders for the Jazz, uh, if they're just not that good. And he, you know, he, he has that pull, that pull up three, you know, and he shoots it with comfort. I swear you, I, I need to go look up the numbers, but tonight three for three from three. And that's the same thing that happened in the playoffs in the bubble. It's the same thing we saw last season when he's playing the jazz. Nikola Jokic just has a level of comfort with the jazz. That's, it's just, it's unbelievable. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting that the Jazz actually played pretty well because they were finding ways to score on him. And honestly, the defense against Jokic when you're the Jazz is just getting the ball out of his hands uh, as best you can. Um, and that's just a respect to Nikola Jokic, who's that good. Uh, the other thing that the Nuggets were doing tonight is they were going at Boyan Bogdanovich with Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon was a beast tonight. He was 9 for 13 from the field, 69%. Nice! And uh, let's see, 2 for 4 from the free throw line. He had 20 points. Uh, seven rebounds. He just was 
he just they had a they had a game plan where they would get Rudy Gobert guarding Nikola Jokic on one side of the floor, and then they would get the ball to Aaron Gordon on the other side, and he just went to work on on Boyan Bogdanovich, and this is an issue for the Jazz. Uh, it's nice for if you're a Nuggets fan because you know that you have some of these weaknesses you can attack. You have multiple things you can attack against the Utah Jazz, and when they get Jamal Murray back, this is a scary team. I mean, they are scary good when when Jamal Murray comes back. Really scary. So Nuggets fans have to be, honestly, I know it's a loss. It's not, it's disappointing. But Nuggets fans have to be uh, excited about what they're seeing. All right, we'll talk about the Jazz. But let's first, before we talk about the Jazz, let's talk about Manscaped. Do you know what's spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? It's shaving your balls with anything other than Manscaped. When it comes to below-the-waist grooming, there's no need to carve your pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade your grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy bar to a full, a king-sized candy bar and join the 2 million men worldwide by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOPSNERD20. That's HOOPSNERD20, my friends. Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. Inside, you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items. They've mean, made it easier for you to upgrade your grooming routine. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOPSNERD20, HOOPSNERD20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus, plus free shipping with code HOOPSNERD20 at manscaped.com. Say trick or treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Guys, it's great. You'll save money. I personally have saved 20, 30 bucks when I, when I buy things at Manscaped with the code HOOPSNERD20. Go try it. It's great. Present for anyone in your family if someone's looking for new boxers the manscaper 4.0 fantastic uh go do it guys and it supports the channel supports me it'd be great all right let's talk about the utah jazz guys i don't feel great about this win i know it's three and oh i know it's three and oh and uh robert hall jazz win robert hall of fame jazz win kenny jazz three and oh let's go baby uh, Robert Hall loved to, the Rudy Steele right at the end, though things got sloppy. Yes, Nick Nick zero three one zero three and zero baby. Yes, guys, I'm ha I'm happy too. Three and zero is great. I think there's some things that we got to talk about. There's some flaws. I feel like the Utah Jazz right now are Smog the Dragon, this big beast that like spits fire and they control the mountains of the of the Wasatch and anyone who comes to the Wasatch mountains deals with smog, the dragon and his terrible fire breathing, uh, power and his ability to claw through things and talk to hobbits who are invisible because of the one ring. Uh, but guess what? Smog, the dragon on the side of his belly is missing a scale. And that scale opens up to the to guy of Lake Town. And if someone shoots that arrow, they stab the dragon. And I feel like the Jazz tonight showed that scale. That maybe there's a couple scales missing on the Jazz body. All right? There's some things that really worry me about the Utah Jazz right now. Yes, the Jazz won. And there's some things to be really excited about. Mike Conley is freaking awesome. So great. You tonight, Mike Conley shot. Let's see. Again, Conley's just been so solid all season. But Conley was six for nine from the field. Nice. Three for five from three. He had five assists, 15 points. He was a plus 12 for the game. Mike Conley's been phenomenal. Just been so solid for the Jazz. Uh, 
Rudy Gobert had a better night tonight than he did the other night. Tonight, Rudy Gobert had 16 rebounds, 23 points. He played great, although Nikola Jokic just had his number. But offensively, Rudy Gobert was honestly just as good. Uh, seven for eight from the field, uh, nine for 16 from the free throw line. He missed like four in a row at one point, but you've got to give it to Rudy. 16 rebounds. He's putting up monster numbers this year. Those are the good things. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has been slumping badly uh, since preseason in like the two or three preseason games we've seen in the three games we've seen like last game, Donovan Mitchell shot like lights out from three. Couldn't hit anything from two tonight. Donovan Mitchell uh, was from the field. Donovan Mitchell was nine for 20. So 45 from the field, which is solid, but he was one for nine from three. He did have six assists though. So you got to give him credit for that. And I do feel like Donovan Mitchell's defense has taken another step tonight. He had one steal. Uh, he's hovering just around two steals a game tonight with just the one steal. He'll be just below two, but that's like career high. If Donovan Mitchell's like 1.8, 1.9 steals per game, that's a career high for Donovan. That's a really good sign. But is we've the Jazz need more consistency from Donovan Mitchell. They just they just need Donovan Mitchell's elite scoring. They need his playmaking to take another step. And I actually believe he'll get there. But the defense has to be there as well. And I actually feel like Donovan's defense has been good. And I you know I don't know if the slump is from Donovan Mitchell putting more effort on the defensive end, and maybe that's affecting the shooting in some way. Although the shooting has been there at times. You know, last game against the, the Kings, when Davion Mitchell was keeping him from driving the hoop, Donovan Mitchell was pulling up from three and it was falling and it was great. Tonight, it was the opposite. It was just completely reversed. Donovan was going to the rim, attacking uh, Nikola Jokic, but from three, he couldn't hit. Uh, the games where Donovan Mitchell's doing everything is great. I think Donovan really does. He still has to figure out a little bit of how to attack the weaknesses and avoid the strengths, you know? Last game, he was attacking Davion Mitchell. It just was not working, but the three was falling, and so that was good. Tonight, he was attacking uh, Nikola Jokic, but the three wasn't falling. The thing is, he goes one for nine from three. Donovan has to figure... There's got to be a point where Donovan Mitchell is just feeling that and not hurting the team, because tonight, he was one for nine from three, and then he's also four turnovers. I mean, that's rough. He did have a positive assist to turnover ratio, six to four, but four turnovers is pretty killer. And then when you combine that one for nine from three, that's just, whew. if Donovan can just like go one for three from three, but then just brutally attack the rim. Amazing. You know, Donovan's just got to figure that out. And it's, you know, and Donovan for his entire career has kind of been a player that kind of figures things out in the first half and in the second half is, you know, going at it and, you know, attacking that def that that defect, whatever it is. And that's great, you know, and in the playoffs, Donovan Mitchell has always taken it to the next level. So I'm not really worried about Donovan, but what I would like to see from Donovan, I'm not worried about Donovan at all, to be honest, uh, at all. I shouldn't be. He's fantastic. But what Donovan needs to do is somehow he needs to figure these things out right away, somehow, instead of taking until the second half to figure those weaknesses out and attack them. Robert Hall of Fame, member for nine months. Look at that golden ball. I think that's the gold ball there. Gotta love Hoops Nerds. Amazing metaphors. Yes. Thank you. Smog the Dragon tonight is the Utah Jazz. And I think that's the that's my metaphor for the season. And maybe they can cover up that scale somehow, guys, or that open spot. Maybe. Let's hope so. Anyways, what I'd like to see from Donovan is just consistency. And also just like, you know, at the beginning of the game, knowing what he's going to do and doing it. It's like 
it feels like Donovan Mitchell is like one of those guys in like Street Fighter or something that's like, or no, you know what he is, is what's the character in Smash Brothers that has the counter move? And it feels like he's always trying to wait for that counter. And then when he finally figures it out, then he attacks. I want to see Donovan Mitchell uh, attacking instead of reacting so much in the first half, you know, but knowing what his attack is going to be, you know what I mean? You're going against the Nuggets. You know, you're going against Jokic. Don't worry about making sure that three is falling unless it's just like a pull up, a spot up three, you know, open and you bury that, you know, instead attack the rim because you know, you can, because every time he did it tonight, it was fantastic. Uh, Elliot Mass Matson. Thank you, Elliot. 499. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Elliot stud. For some reason, it won't let me renew my, my membership. Anyway, go jazz. SLC dunk was great tonight. Thanks, Elliot. You guys are awesome. And by the way, if you haven't Go, go to SLC Dunk. Join the community. I, You know what else I've been doing, guys? If you go, I've created a live thread, and I actually fill that live thread with uh, kind of like little moments from the game to keep people updated. So let's say you're out of town. You don't have access. Go to SLC Dunk. Read the game thread. You can get a few. You can get a feel for what's going on in the game. It's fantastic. And it's I, I kind of enjoy it, honestly. It's kind of fun. So anyways, go to SLC Dunk and read that stuff. And if you're on the SLC Dunk podcast right now, uh, I'd love a review. So... But thank you, Elliot. I really appreciate that. So that's my thoughts on Donovan. That's something that I noticed tonight. Donovan Mitchell, though, is not the problem. His defense has been better this year. He, uh, I, I think his playmaking actually has taken another step tonight, six assists. And that's things that are great. I, the offense will come. And he just needs to kind of figure it out quicker, which would be nice. Uh, the thing that really, really, really uh, makes me nervous is that after Nikola Jokic went down, it felt like the Nuggets got an advantage because what do they do? They go really small. They have like Jeff Green at center or Aaron Gordon at center and they go five out. Basically the Clippers recipe that the, that we saw last season in the playoffs and the Jazz struggled with it again. You know, they struggled with it again. And, you know, at this point that I, I feel like the Utah Jazz, if they're going to run with the same team they have now, which is, more or less the same team. I know that Rudy Gay has joined the team, and that's great, and he's a really good addition. Uh, Eric Pascal has been surprisingly good. But the Jazz still have not found a way to punish a small ball lineup, Again, especially against a team that, honestly, I I feel like these role players for the... Uh, I mean, this, this Nuggets team did not have a Paul George-level player, and they were, like, ahead of the Jazz the whole game. And by the way... This Nuggets team played last night and lost last night. So this Nuggets team was tired, you know, and, and part of the reason the Jazz won this game is because they were gassed. At the end of the game, they were just tired, you know? It's worrisome. Utah needs to figure out what to do with these situations because Rudy Gobert cannot be depended on in these situations. Rudy Gobert is an incredible defender on the perimeter. Like, Rudy Gobert might be the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Not just the rim protector, but perimeter defender. Rudy Gobert is not the issue. The issue is that when a team goes five out like that, and Rudy Gobert has to go out and guard someone like Jeff Green or Aaron Gordon or Terrence Mann or whoever, Boyan Bogdanovich, when he's on the floor, has to stay in front of his guy. You know? He just has to. Joe Ingles has to stay in front of his guy. Jordan Clarkson has to stay in front of his guy. And they've struggled, man. They've just struggled. And the Jazz need to figure that out. I thought it was, you know, and I really like Boyan Bogdanovich's on of it, offense, but tonight Boyan Bogdanovich was pretty dreadful. In a game the Jazz won by 12 points, uh, 
Bojan Bogdanovic was a minus four. And part of that was because he was five for 14 from the field, 35%, and one for five from three. And they just attacked him uh, constantly, relentlessly attacked Bojan Bogdanovic. I think it's pretty darn telling that Eric Paschal came into the game and was a plus 16. He took one shot and missed it. And I felt like his impact was palpable. It was palpable. In 14 minutes tonight, Eric Paschal was a plus 16. This bench unit saved the night for the Jazz. Joe Ingles, that trio of Joe, Joe Ingles, uh, Jordan Clarkson, and Eric Paschal won the game for the Jazz tonight. It was not really the starters. Rudy Gobert was a plus 10 too. So that group is what won the game. I And I feel like Eric Paschal was a big part of that. I'm, I'm honestly falling in love with Eric Paschal. And I think what Eric Paschal does is he he fills that, you know, the the smog, the open link in the armor. Eric Paschal is like that. He is the link on, on smog's armor. And we saw that tonight. They tried to attack Paschal and he shut that down. And so I think that's something the Jazz need to look, look at. And I think tonight is a night where you saw a canary in the coal mine, my friends. This was a little bit of like a, it doesn't look like much has changed from last season type of thing, if you know what I mean. And so I think seeing Eric Paschal, how he's guarded, I think seeing Rudy Gay come back, and we know that Rudy Gay is a solid, solid defender at that four spot. I think you're going to see a lot more of them, and I think you need to think about maybe some sort of move. I mean, the guy I wanted in the offseason, I talked about incessantly and probably drove everyone on the channel crazy, was Larry Nance. Someone like that who can play big at the four spot, can defend, deflections, rebounds, and shoot the three so you don't lose the spacing. I would give – I mean, honestly, the Portland Trailblazers has started sucky suck this year. And if the Jazz can find a way to, like, give the Portland Trailblazers something for Larry Nance or maybe some sort of bogey Larry Nance straight-up trade, I would do that in such a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Because that would just solidify things even more. Uh, at that point, you are really good. Because if you have a lineup of someone like Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley, Royce O'Neal, and then a mixture of either Larry Nance or Rudy Gay or Eric Paschal and then Rudy Gobert, that team does not have as much of a chink in the armor. Right? I think the Jazz need to think about that. I think we as Jazz fans need to be watching that very closely. Because tonight was scary. Tonight was scary. I know it's a Jazz win, 3-0, super nice. The Jazz found a way to win. But this is his team that was down their two best players and probably would have won if they weren't super tired. Robert Hall of Fame, baby! I love that we won and the James is mad. I know. Someone on Twitter called me a weirdo. A weirdo. How dare you call me a weirdo? That's like calling me a butt face. Remember when you used to call your friends a butthead when you were like eight? And... Well, someone called me a weirdo. And I guess what? I guess I, I probably am a weirdo. I'm talking about the, <laughs> the Jazz at 11.57 Mountain Time. I'm annoyed that they won. This is... You know what? I want to brag, okay, guys? I want a championship. And that's what we all want. Don't you guys want a championship? That's what I want. I don't want... I don't want a trophy for best net rating of the season. I don't want a trophy for the highest defensive rating for the year. I don't want a trophy for higher point differential or win share to the ninth degree. I don't care about that. I want a title. 
I want a championship. All right. I'm tired of being made fun of by bullies. I want to win. All right. Don't you want to win a championship? Or do you want a nice little participation ribbon on your chest? That's not even pinned. It's a sticker. Is that what you want? Because that's not what I want. I want metal. I want something on the mantle. I want to be able to point to someone like Kobe did and say, hey, I got at least one ring. We have zero rings. I want a ring. So if anyone out there has a problem with that, unsubscribe, all right? I don't care. We're a channel for winners, all right? We're winners. We don't we don't put up with soft stuff. By the way, Hassan Whiteside tonight, I love you. Hassan Whiteside, rest of the season, I'm in your corner. Because that dude put up a fight. And you know what else Eric Pascal brings? He brings that Jay Crowder edge that we have missed terribly. I don't care what anyone says. Says You need that guy. You need that enforcer. You just need him. Not everyone can be nice. Not everyone can be good cop, all right? You need bad cop, all right? Someone needs to be bad cop. All right, Elliot Mas Matson, welcome to Rookie Baby. I don't know what about the, you know what, guys? Sometimes with the subscriptions, maybe check out, check back in, unsubscribe, subscribe, join, unjoin, I don't know. But er Elliot Matson, member for eight months. There we go, baby, Elliot. Well, Elliot, you're not a baby. You're Elliot. That sounded really strange, and I'm sorry. Anyways, that's what I have to say about it tonight, guys. I was a little worried. A little worried, all right? And I want this Jazz team to win it all. And I think this is actually a trade deadline that the Jazz can't be passive. You know, they were passive tonight on the floor. It feels like at times they're going through the motions. They ran the same sets. We have the same rolling big everything's the same and it kind of looked like the same all right and and uh by the way elliot if you join all-star that's your nickname ba baby elliot matson because <laughs> i kind of like that that's awesome uh anyways that's all i got to say but you know what time it is first off james forgot to prepare this before the show started and so that's why he's having to fill time by saying words right now as the memberships load so that he can read off who are the all-stars all right there we go all right uh okay joshua we gave you a nickname and i remember it was the <laughs> it was the danishman the dana donning dominating danishman i can't remember the, oh, the danish destroyer there we go all right, here we go. We're locked in. All right, Joshua Hansen, the Danish destroyer. Kelsey Hamer, the hammer. Hammer. Antoine, Antoine Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, the man from down under. JT Buckets, Wardell, Austin R. Grant, editor extraordinaire. Eric C., the C stands for champion. Donald Schooley, schooling all of us. DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer. Jorge Arrizaga, mi amigo de bajo. Lee Christensen, uh, driving the lane just in time. Justin Ty H., Patrick Akubo, the connoisseur. Robert Hall of Fame and DW, the Jazz are going all the way. Baby Elliot Matson joins the All Stars, baby. Baby Elliot. Everyone give a shout out to Baby Elliot Matson. 
He's on, baby. He's on. Kenny, we already did the Manscaped ad, but you can go to Manscaped and do the promo code Hoopster20 and get some, get some free ball shavers, all right? Go do it. It would be great. And deodorant and all the things, all right? It would be great. I would appreciate it. Guys, if you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel if you're listening to the SLC Dunk podcast. For some reason, the audio didn't work last time, and guess what? I forgot to record again tonight. So let's hope that I can download that tonight. We'll see. It's been kind of weird. Either way, guys, like and subscribe to the channel. I'll appreciate it. I will talk to you next time.